Welcome to the Time For You podcast with Erin Woodruff, episode 57. My name is Erin and my goal is to help you find time for yourself. Life gets busy and we tend to lose ourselves in the mix of marriage, motherhood, and everything else. Let's rediscover your passions and make some time for you. everyone. Welcome back to a new podcast episode and a new week. Hopefully you all had a restful weekend and that you are enjoying the spring weather. I recently released an episode about Communication 101. And although all of the points in that episode are kind of my general guidelines of things that I follow when I'm communicating with others, the one that I promised a extra episode on and to dive deeper into was telling the whole truth, what that looks like, what that is, how do we practice it, how can it benefit our communication styles in our life and in our relationships. So even though I'll probably create another episode on each of those eight points in that previous episode, I want to start with telling the whole truth because I think it's the one that's talked about the least and the least amount of people know about it. So first off, if you've never heard about the whole truth concept before, welcome and hopefully I can do it justice and really help to open and expand your mind as I share this podcast with you. The whole truth is so beautiful and it has given me a lot of permission and openness to express myself in a different way with those around me and with myself. The whole truth has so much love, vulnerability, openness, and honesty to it. In general, we have a belief that we will hurt others and ourselves when we tell the truth. And I would agree. When we tell the truth of, I don't want to come to your party, or I think those pants make you look fat, or I think you're stupid for having that political belief, that is when we fall into the trap of telling the truth and it not being delivered with love, which is what we see everywhere. The art of telling the whole truth is so much more complex and simple at the same time. I love the complexity that it offers and the simplicity because I think it's something we should all be practicing a little bit more. If you want to tell the whole truth to someone, the first thing that you have to do is to allow yourself to move into a place of love for them and for yourself. When you have heartbreaking news or a difficult conversation or maybe a political difference or a social difference or anything, we know how to burn bridges really fast. But in fear of burning bridges, we don't say anything at all, which creates other conflict for us and for them. So being able to approach someone And maintaining love and vulnerability for you and them, that is the doorway that you need to move into a space of telling the whole truth. 
This will allow you to communicate with love. There are so many examples that I could share, and I'll only share a few because I want to keep this podcast relatively short. And I want to use one example from my own life when I felt really frustrated because I wasn't getting my own needs met. And what that looked like for me to have a conversation with my spouse and being able to say it in a very loving way for me and him. And I got to a place where, first of all, I recognized that he could not meet the needs that I was having. I was really wanting to have more social interactions with friends and not with him and not with family. I'm sure it was around the holiday season when we were seeing family a lot and I was really burned out and I really wanted some friend time. And for me, as an extrovert, and I talk about this, about being a high-achieving extroverted woman married to an introvert, first of all, I want to add in here that... Telling the whole truth isn't just a one and done. Having hard conversations are things that go on and on and never end. They may change forms, but they're always going to be there. So being able to master and prepare yourself and to have hard conversations and tell the whole truth with love is a skill that I truly believe everyone should develop. It's an amazing skill to have. And so up to this point, In mine and Sterling's relationship, we had had a lot of conversations about our personality differences, what that would look like within our marriage and within our careers, and we had talked about it a lot. And there was one specific day, and I pinpointed that I was feeling really lonely, and I was feeling kind of dissatisfied. And I approached Sterling and I said, I really want to talk to you about something. I think I'm learning about myself. And first off, I just want to let you know that I'm so grateful that you are such a great partner for me. You bring a lot of balance into my life. You offer so many things that I can't offer to myself. I'm so grateful that you're willing to have hard conversations with me. And... I'm sorry that if anything that I say hurts you or isn't what you want to hear necessarily, but I really want to talk to you about me being lonely. And when you can approach it this way, when you can let them know how grateful you are for them and also acknowledge that there is still something lacking for you, First of all, they can understand that it has nothing to do with them. Even in those moments that it seems personal, keep reinforcing this idea that it is not about them. It is about you. You know, the classic breakup phrase, it's not me, it's you. Sometimes it is the other person, right? But what it comes down to is that it really is all about you. It's about the things you want, the things you need. 
And so I told Sterling, I said, I'm so grateful for both of our families. I'm so grateful for you. I'm so grateful for this life that we have. And I'm still feeling a really big void. I really feel like I want friends. I need friends. And there have been times in my life when I have had a lot of friends and less amount of friends, and it ebbs and flows just like life does. We've moved many times since we've gotten married. And growing up and becoming adults, getting married, having kids, all every single time you go through a life change, your friend circles will alter and shift. And I think naturally I was at that place, right, where I was pivoting, where something was shifting. And I said to Sterling, I need to figure out how to make some friends because I know I'm a really great wife and I'm a great friend and sister and daughter-in-law, but I know that when I have my own friends outside of those other roles that I have, I'm actually a way better wife. I'm a way better daughter. I'm a way better daughter-in-law. I'm a way better sister. And we had a really beautiful conversation. And going back to the concept of the, the whole truth, being able to say, I feel a void in my life. It's not because of anything that you are or are not doing, but it's something I want to fulfill for me because I want that. I need that. And I will add in here, Sterling does not get this. We've talked about it many, many, many times. (laughs) He does not fill this void that I am describing to you. And he doesn't understand it, but he's very respectful of me being able to communicate what my needs are. And he's supportive of me of moving towards fulfilling those needs for myself. So when we come out of these conversations and we talk about options and alternatives and ideas, then we both can move into a few different roles. He can move into a supporting and an encouraging role. I can move into a proactive role without feeling the guilt and shame of, Is he going to be mad? Is he going to take this personally? Is he going to judge me? All of the things that come with it. And being able to tell the whole truth actually allows for more connection. Because part of the whole truth is, I feel like I'm supposed to want to spend time with you all the time when we're together. And sometimes I know that I'm not going to be able to do that. I love spending time with him, but if I don't also get the friend time, that social interaction time with my friends outside of my personal life, then I'm not as great of a wife and I'm not as great of a friend to him. So that's one example of telling the whole truth. Another example I like to share when I'm talking about this concept of telling the whole truth is And I don't want it to be a controversial topic, and it's less controversial than ever. But when I was first learning about the whole truth was during the pandemic and during the holidays when family gatherings were really tense. And it was really intense for 
some families because there were some family members that refused to come and there were some that didn't see a problem with it. And I saw a lot of people have constant conflict over the COVID opinions. But where I was most inspired is when I would hear people say, I am so grateful that you invited me to come to this party. But I don't think I'm going to be able to make it this time. My anxiety with COVID has been a little bit too high, and I don't want to expose myself or my family. I know that me telling you this might be really frustrating to you, and I totally get that, but that is not my intention. My intention is not to cause any drama or frustration. My intention is not to break our relationship because I love our relationship. And I'm afraid that you're going to be really mad at me. And that's not what I'm trying to cause here. But I hope that you can respect me and my decision enough to allow me to sit this one out and allow me to take care of myself and allow me to take care of my family. And I love you and I'm totally supportive of you in what you're doing. And I hope you can be just as respectful towards me and the decisions that I want to make. When I saw people handling situations like this, I was really inspired by them. Again, it allowed for that space of love and vulnerability and openness. You're telling them, I'm afraid that you're going to be really mad at me if I don't come. That is not my intention. I don't want you to be mad at me. But if you are, it's okay because I'm still going to take care of myself and I'm still going to put my health and safety and my kids at the priority. Whatever that looks like for you, and my intention with sharing this example is not to spark a dramatic COVID pandemic conversation, but just to help you see that there there are alternatives to hard conversations. There are ways to tell the whole truth with love and openness and vulnerability. And I hope that you can allow the space for you in your own life to see where you can be a little bit more honest and tell the whole truth of how you're feeling. Allow yourself to step into that place of vulnerability and love. Be willing to welcome people into your experience because it might be hard and they might get upset. But can you be okay if they're upset? I hope this is a concept that can really expand and open your mind because when you can practice it and you can lean into it and really embrace it, the options and possibilities for you are endless and it's amazing. So I hope you can truly embrace it and practice it and see it change your life. If there's someone that you've been thinking about during this podcast, I hope you can share it with them. I hope that you can learn together how to have hard conversations and learn how to tell the whole truth. Please share it with them, and I hope this conversation will spark one for you for the better. I can't wait to hear how it goes. Jump over to Instagram, Erin Woodruff Coaching, And message me there. Let me know what questions you have. Let me know your scenarios. Let me know the things you're struggling with because I want to be here to help you 
navigate through telling the whole truth because it can truly be an amazing tool for you to have. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week. Did you know your personality will affect how you make time for yourself? I've created a free quiz for you to take to see where you fall on the introvert-extrovert spectrum. Go to erinwoodruffcoaching.com and take the quiz today.